This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's All Night. Floriano has hit it out again. A's Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen, and it's time for A's All Night. The A's picked up right where they left off before the All-Star break, opening the second half with a 5-1 win over the White Sox on Friday night. The Green and Gold got off to a quick start in the bottom of the first inning, with one out, three straight A's singled, capped by Chris Davis to drive in the first run of the ball game. And that's swung on it up the middle, one hop, and pass to diving Garcia, base hit to center field. Scoring is Chapman. Olsen goes to second. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. Yep, jumping on that first pitch. He's ready to hit out the gate. Then in the second, the bottom of the Oakland lineup flexed its muscles, going back-to-back to to triple the A's lead. And Ramon drills into left, way back, and no doubt into 0 A's. Second deck, a tremendous shot by Lariano. His 17th home run, and he stays red hot, and the A's have a 2-0 lead. A no-doubter. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and Profar drills it to right. If it's fair, it's gone right down the line, and gone! Back-to-back, and 3 nothing A's. A hooking drive down the right field line, off the bat of Jerickson Profar. His 11th home run, he goes back-to-back with Mariano. A's skipper Bob Melvin and all-star Matt Chapman comment on the depth of the Oakland offense. And that is the strength of our team. You know, you look at one through four, and it's pretty impressive right there. But, you know, five through nine, depending on who we're hitting where, has the ability to, to do some damage. And, and we feel good throughout our lineup. I think it's one of the deeper lineups in the league. So it's not like we have to take a break and swing back around to the top of the lineup to feel like we have to score runs. To be able to have that much depth in our lineup, you know, we might not have, like, a Mike Trout or a Christian Yelich, you know, like, per se. But we have nine guys that, you know, grind up bats. And, like, our lineups are very deep. You know, it's not top-heavy by any means. Meanwhile, while A starter Mike Fires looked on his game early and made some big pitches to a dangerous hitter in Jose Abreu to get the A's out of a jam in the top of the third. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Upstairs with a fastball at 92. Finishes off Abreu and the White Sox in the third. No runs, two hits. And the Sox leave a pair. Catcher Josh Fagley takes us through the plan of attack against the Chicago Slugger in that situation. I think Abreu's a good example of a guy that doesn't really match up to fire stuff. And, you know, we want to pitch him in right there, slow him down like you said. And he just kind of slowed him down enough with those breaking balls that we threw a fastball out of the zone and got him to chase. The A's righty then ended the fourth pitching through a bit of traffic against another powerful righty in Eloy Jimenez. 0-2, swung on routed towards short. Simeon gloves. Under hands to pro part for one. On to first, Olsen turn two, six, four, three, inning over for Chicago. On the night, Mike Fires was dominant again, going seven and two-thirds shutout innings to pick up his ninth win of the season. After the ball game, Melvin and Fires comment on the start. Yeah, I mean, giving us basically the same game, but even a little bit longer today. You know, he's the one guy you're not worried about, you know, throwing a ton of pitches. You know, it's 
one one pitch away from getting through eight innings, and nowadays that's a lot. So another terrific start by him. Yeah, I felt good. I mean, I was here over the break, so I came to the field three out of four days, and you know, knowing I had the Friday start, and I didn't want to, you know, take off too long and you know get out of rhythm. So you know, we we have the break, but I still got a job to do. I got to be ready for today, and it paid off because I felt really good. It's been quite a run for Fires since late April. Friday's start represented his 14th straight outing, giving up three or fewer runs, 10th consecutive quality start, and now sports an ERA of 2.09 since no hitting the Reds back on May 7th. Fires and Fegley on what's worked for the righty, and the ace skipper weighs in with his thoughts on what about Fires' stuff has made him so effective. It's just getting in a, in a rhythm. You know, it's tough, you know, when you start off the season kind of inconsistent, and now I'm just, I feel good. I'm going out there with confidence. I'm just really throwing all my pitches for strikes and, and being aggressive. I think it's just the mentality has stays consistent, and he has what he has as a pitcher, and he's the biggest believer in his stuff, and he comes down, it doesn't matter what lineup we're facing, he knows what his strengths are, he knows what he has to do, execute his pitches, and, and stick to what he knows, you know, start after start, execute his pitches, going deep in the games, and give us a chance. Yeah, he doesn't have an overpowering fastball velocity-wise, but it spins pretty well, and up in the zone, it's tough for anybody to catch up to. You know, he throws his curveball out of the same spot, um, so he can pitch down, up and down very effectively, and now, you know, even a little bit more side to side with the cutter uh, and throws a sinker every now and then, so different repertoire. With the three-run cushion and dominant starting pitching, the A's were not done playing long ball. Mark Canna hit with one out and nobody on in the sixth and added on for Oakland. Mark hits a fly ball, well hit to center, going back on it, turning around is Cordell at the wall, leaping, and it's gone, and the A's lead 4 nothing. And that's their third home run tonight. And then in the seventh, Marcus Simeon got the A's another and showed off his speed in the process. The swing and a rocket to left center. It's in the alley, on its way to the wall. Begley's around third, he'll score. Simeon's at second. He makes the turn. He's trying for three. The relay is late, and he's got an RBI triple. And the A's have got a 5-0 lead. Josh Fegley with his thoughts on the A's offense, believing it feeds off another aspect of this Oakland club. I think we're showing signs of last year's offense, but I think it's coming from our starting pitching. We continually have a lead or we're not behind early in the game. We know we're just going to chip away and chip away. We know our starters are keeping us in the game. That gives us time. You know, We, we feel like we don't have to rush. We just put string together good at bats, and, and the number's going to come. In the ninth with Joaquin Soria on for Oakland, Lurie Garcia, Garcia spoiled the A's chance for a shutout with a two-out RBI single to keep the White Sox alive. Garcia swung a lifted to right center field, a long run. Laureano's not going to get it, drops in front of him. The run will score. Jimenez scores from second, and Reed goes from first to third on a base hit to right center by Leury Garcia. It's now a 5-1 to one ball game, and I would think this would bring, and it does bring Bob Melvin out. So with the tying run in the on-deck circle, Melvin went to his all-star and Liam Hendricks to close the game and get the green and gold off and running and start the second half with He's a victory. The, belt. the turn, here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, and this game is over. Well, Liam Hendricks picks up right where he left off before the break, and the A's for the first time this year are 10 games over the 500 mark as Mike Fires gets his ninth win. Our final score, the A's 5 and the White Sox 1. A's all-star Matt Chapman puts the win into words and looks forward to keeping the momentum going in the second half. Scoring a run in the first inning, kind of, you know, jumping right back on it. The homer from Ramon, homer from Mark, homer from Profar. It's good. Good to see good pitching from Mike. He's, you know, right where he was right before the break. So all those things are good. You know, we're definitely a second-half team, and to come out strong like that against a good team is good. We finished the first half really strong, and we're 
coming out tonight played really well and you know we got a confident group of guys we enjoy being around each other and I think that you know coming back off this break we all you know we're excited to come back and see each other so I think that's good we have fun and I'm excited where we're at. So with the A's now a season high 10 games over 500 at 51 and 41 the green and gold will look for the series win on Saturday when Chris Bassett takes the mound for Oakland in the second of this three game series against the White Sox. Pre-game coverage gets started at 12.05 p.m. with A's total access before first pitch at 107 along the Oakland A's radio network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen, and this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.